Aloha, everybody. This is Jason. And before we start, I want to talk about our Patreon. Please go over to our Patreon page and subscribe. Yes, please do that. www.patreon.com slash Midnight Alchemy. Snoop around, man. There are all sorts of merch and perks to soothe your soul. Moral of the story is there's a bunch of cool crap. So go to www.patreon.com and subscribe and help us keep Midnight Alchemy going and growing. Besides, if you subscribe right now, Holly will come over and do your dishes. Hey, don't you like how I just threw her under the bus? Okay, <laughs> folks. And away we go. This is Midnight Alchemy, with your alchemists, Jason Allen and Holly Jordan. Hello and good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever and whenever you are. This is Midnight Alchemy, and I'm only the 50% of the whole mechanical behemoth that is Midnight Alchemy. The other half is Holly. Hello, Holly. Hello, I'm here. Yay. Yeah. It's not frozen either. Yes. <laughs> yeah, a quick story, folks. Story time. Please sit down and get your grape juice and a graham cracker. Okay. And a blankie. You need and a blankie. And a blankie. So, all right. First, we get a Shanna on here, and Shanna, Shanna will be on in just a minute. But I, I get on there, and I'm, I'm doing good. We start going. I'm rolling. Da, 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 and then freeze. Right? And uh, so I'm like, oh, my gosh, what happened? You know, cable. I got this huge cable package. It shouldn't, you know. It's got little sparklies and bells on it. And it should be running just fine. Right. But then I, you know, I yell up the stairs to my kids. What the heck is going on? And my my son comes back. It's well, I got up and I just kind of kicked the cord and the modem went out. I said, you know, I was recording, right? Oops. And all he could say was, sorry. sorry. So, anyways, I told him to stay away from the cord or he's grounded until yeah. he's 65. Okay. Just some time to retire. Okay. Don't look funny at it. Don't even walk walk sideways sideways across the street from it. Anyways. Okay. So we're going, and hopefully we won't freeze, and everything will be copacetic. Right. So, Holly, I got a little story for you again. Another story. Okay, let's hear it. This ha- This is like a little science thing. So okay. uh, uh, get your science hat on, everybody. So, okay, NASA has been sending up little spaceships woo, that attach to asteroids. And what they do is they uh, mine it real quick and take a sample and see what it's made of, right? Wow. And so one of them actually worked. It got back to Earth. Uh, NASA takes it. They uh, decide they are going to, uh, you know, see what's going on in there. And they do. And they release the data. Now, I'm not sure if they really want to. They really should have. But they did. Uh Uh, Yes. It's got basically their sample has all the building blocks of life, all of them, right? Amino acids, uracil, all of them, right? Wow. And so really, if you think about it, 
uh, it basically confirmed that there has got to be life out there. Right. That's awesome. I mean, with all with all the stuff breaking apart and everything and crashing right. in the planets and whatever. Right. I mean, there's got to be life. So chances are there are aliens out there. And I don't want to I don't want to put too much pressure on Shanna, but uh, there's probably an alien out there that's going to listen to this podcast. And uh, they're, you know, the thing is going to go, beep, burp, 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 which roughly translates into, hey, she's got a blue background. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, we have a guest tonight. I'm uh, pleased as punch to have her on. She's fantastic. Uh, Shanna Madsen is here. And Woo-hoo! we're going to be talking about a wide range of subjects and a uh, fairy story. I am looking forward. This is the first time we talked about fairies. Yes. And I am down like James Brown to hear it. And Shanna, yes, hello. Yes. Hi. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm great. Excellent. So happy yeah. to be here and to be able to share my story because I don't Yay. get to tell it often. Awesome. Now, folks, just a quick little aside. Uh, there was an Oregon Ghost Conference this last weekend in Seaside, Oregon. And yours truly showed up with a Sasquatch beard and everything. And I can neither confirm nor deny that Shanna got so spooked out she tased me. <laughs> you know, I was wondering why you were on the floor, but I didn't want to ask. I didn't know, I didn't know if you took too much cold medicine or, you know, I, I pretended I didn't know you, Jason. I'm sorry, but, you know, you were just you were getting way too much attention for my day. So I had to, right. I had to walk away, but right. I'm glad but- you're okay. Thank you. When I came to, right, there was this white, hazy light and outline. Oh, and I was, cool. Uh, and I heard this voice and I said, Jason, do you have epilepsy? And I, <laughs> I no, God, you know. And so that's anyway. So we saw Shanna there and she was doing aura readings and they are fantastic. And hopefully we'll there talk about that a little bit later. Cool. But yes. I, I was uh, shocked and amazed. She showed me my aura. And uh, maybe what we'll color sh- were you? I was Here. what? What red and orange? He was colored weird. Is that what you said? Yes. No, it's beard orange. Beard orange. Beard was or- he was beard orange. I love it. <laughs> we only just- got to his beard's aura. We couldn't actually get to him. I know. Really? Yeah. So you know, wait, with- wait. Beard what? interference? Is beard that what interference? Happened? Oh my gosh! Wow. The, uh, layers First time of- for me. Right? Yeah. I'm sorry. What? So I, I shaved it. I hacked it a lot. I took it off. I said, if I can spook at Shanna, it's got to go. Yes. So, uh, so I uh, am shaven now. I'm Or the word shorn. Anyways. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy to have Shanna on. She's got a yes, wicked yes. fairy story. I have not heard it yet. So uh, I want to, you know, I want this organic or wow or ooh or hmm (laughs) anyways uh shanna um why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and uh you know professional background don't go into don't go into the teenage years we'll do that off the air and uh tell us a little bit about yourself (laughs) (laughs) no come on come on i want to hear about the (laughs) five-year-old eating paste Anyways, Shannon, tell us a little bit about your background. Okay, so I am a Reiki master. Um, I went through some traumatic stuff, um, lost my brother, and I had a friend who was like, you should really go get some Reiki. (laughs) Any day now would be great. Um, And finally, like a year later, I did. 
and um, it just set me on this spiritual path. And um, I grew up really religious, like fundamental to where um, I wasn't supposed to be do, dabbling in this stuff, but I couldn't help it. It just really called me and it resonated with me. And, um, it, you know, I'd always had interactions with paranormal and spiritual stuff growing up, but it really increased it. Um, and it set me on my path to, um, gosh, I went to hypnosis school. I became a Reiki master. I, um, I went to shamanic school. Um, I've done like end of life doula courses. I just, I did all the things and I eventually quit my full-time job to go into this stuff full-time, um, gosh, in 2016. So, and then in 2016, I also ordered, um, added the aura photography software to my practice. And that has taken me down some really amazing roads, even, um, like paranormal, um, we using it to try to capture paranormal activity because there's simulations where you can see disturbances in your aura if something comes in contact with you so i absolutely loved all love all the things that i do and um many many incredible stories along my journey well it shows because you have such a wonderful energy about you and just i can tell when we we did the aura reading with me you are so passionate about it so i am looking forward to after your story you, you kind of elaborating for people that have never heard of that or they've heard of an aura but had no idea that there was photography that was possible so yeah. another first so you are actually doing two first for us tonight young lady uh-huh. so that's pretty awesome so i'm excited so i would like for you now to please give us a background of how this story of yours that you're about to share yeah. where were you what was it like? Give us, paint us a picture so we can join you in your experience a little bit. Okay. Um, but don't actually tell it. Oh no. We want to hear that part too. Okay. Okay. Just so, so after I started doing the Reiki, I happened to hear about this metaphysical fair. Um, and I had never been to one before. And that was actually the first time I'd ever seen aura photography too. Nice. Um, I went there and had um, you know, a psychic reading and an aura cleansing. And I wasn't sure about any of this stuff. Um, oh, and to back up a little bit, the first time I ever had a Reiki appointment, my who the lady who became my teacher, ultimately, um, she told me the fairies are your friends. And I had never heard someone talk about them like they were a real thing that could manifest. Like I had had experiences with ghosts, um, even the Holy Spirit, um, Bigfoot. I'd had many paranormal experience. My dad was all about the aliens, wow. but fairies had never really um, come to mind as something that could actually manifest. You could actually see. And she just said it so matter of factly. And I was like, is she serious? I mean, it was just a whole new world to me. So after that, I ended up going to this metaphysical fair and I got home that night and um my ex and I were standing outside out um on our back deck and facing each other a few feet away from each other and out from the yard something flew in so fast and you know bats fly a certain way and it just didn't look like anything I'd ever seen before and it zoomed in right behind like right by us and he even saw it and thought it was a bat 
and it went right behind his head and so he couldn't see it um and it lit up and it was a fairy and it only lit up for me um it was probably i don't know like eight inches tall okay and it when it lit up it went into like these copper metallic pewter colors gold um and then it stayed there for I don't know two seconds three seconds and I know my face was just like what is happening right now (laughs) sure and then it got like some momentum this way and then it zoomed back towards the yard and within a foot it was going so fast that the foot mark it just disappeared and he was like what was that and he's right he's military and just very much of this world he doesn't believe in that stuff but he saw it as it flew past his head as it was dark um so that really spurred my um my belief into this whole other world that there are these other creatures that we can see and it it definitely opened up the realm for me of possibilities but I got my visit from a fairy. <laughs> so it sounds to me like what you're describing, if I'm understanding you correctly, it moved a bit like a hummingbird. Would that be a fair assessment? Yeah. Kind of yeah. like kind okay. of like. Hey, okay. uh, did you see any features? Any what? Any any features, you know, aren't little arms, legs, uh it, it just what it it's, looked like. It was really bright, but it struck me as being a male energy. um and and it was this was like 10 years ago but yes in my head I can see its little body but then the light was just so bright that it wasn't like I could see its facial expression if that makes sense sure Sure. so what time of day was this and where were you like it was geographical oh we were in um I like Eagle Creek Oregon area okay okay Mm -hmm. I live in the woods Okay, that's what I was going to say. Were you near the woods? And yes. was it like midday, getting close to nighttime? When did you? It would probably have been at nine or 10 o'clock at night. Okay, okay. okay. Excellent. And and my most important question I'm going to ask you, and I'll tell you why later. What time of year? Was it fall or spring or summer? When was it? I believe it was fall. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. But I can't, I can't be for certain. Okay. I'll explain why later, but okay. that's a reason why I asked you that. And I'll, I'll tell you why later. Okay. He lives in the woods. She is Shanna Madsen, <laughs> woman of the woods. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Had, to get, had to get that in there. Okay. That is incredible. That's, okay. I'm and blown away. I'm blown it, away. Isn't it always like when you're just minding your own business, uh, chilling out, that stuff happens, right? Right. I mean, you're not looking for it. Sure. You you don't expect nothing. And then, bam, you're hit with something, you know, you can't explain, you know? Yeah. And many times in the things that I've seen, there have been multiple witnesses. But every time it was with him that something happened, it would not let him see it. And we're divorced now. Like spirit did not want me with him. So I I think, you know, it's funny because I I could see the fairy without believing that I that could be a thing. Yeah. Um, but I think some people just they don't believe to the point where it could never happen, you know. Right. right. So did he notice anything? He thought he thought it was a bat. He thought it was oh, a bat. No. Okay. okay. He but thought bats, don't, bats move kind of erratically. I don't know. I mean, there's, I think you're right when that 
you mentioned earlier, because there's a difference between the way a bat flies and a hummingbird or something else. Everything has its own flight pattern, I guess is the word. I don't know if that's the right term. Yeah. Hey, wow. uh, Shanna, um, what uh, what did you register, you know, cognitively about what you saw versus what the stereotypical, you know, people talk about fairies? Uh, give us, was there any contrast or anything? Yeah, I would not have thought it would light up. <laughs> that was very new to me. Um, how big it was, I would have imagined it to be a lot smaller. Um, and I, I guess it letting me see it go so fast that I could see where it just switched dimensions. Mm. Like it kind of gave me a clue into, because that's always been my theory is that, you know, they're vibrating paranormal things are vibrating at a different rate and, yeah. and sometimes they can drop to us and sometimes we can race to them and meet in the middle whatever but um it just it gave me a clue into that was a correct theory that i have as well yeah I, you know i very much believe that too i think i think uh, different forms and everything they all vibrate at a certain frequency and, and those that can come in and out of different frequencies that's when you can see them in the yeah i don't know if you call them you know planes of existence or parallel universe or whatever what have you but i i do believe that and so when you said that i'm like aha you know i, I i'm not crazy no but uh well but yeah because i i was wondering about you know what you saw versus what people in you know folklore or whatever have uh ascribed to what their uh appearance is now when when it showed up and especially when it stopped in front of you, uh, how freaked out were you? I was doing the humana, humana, humana. <laughs> I couldn't even speak words. Yeah. Um. Did it? Did it make any noise? I mean, was no. there a not nothing? Huh. Very mm -hmm. cool. Okay. And so you got this impression that it was. Um, was it more spirit in nature or is it more physical in nature it was both? physical it was there okay. yeah that is fantastic you know one thing i've learned since delving into the paranormal is uh if people are strong enough and brave enough everyone's got a story right yes everyone yes. And, yes and especially children because they don't they don't have those blinders in right. front of their eyes. I mean, they're able to process and see things more as what they really are versus us trying to ra rationally explain it away, you know? And uh, so I love hearing these stories. And when I when I saw online there on Facebook, uh, Shanna Banana was going to share a fairy story with us. I was, I was like, hot damn, this is going to be good. So, uh, okay, Shanna, uh, have you ever witnessed any other like phenomena or anything like that? I mean, something, I mean, not to compare it to the fairy story, but uh, yeah. just uh, have you witnessed anything else? Yeah. Um, so another time when my ex wasn't allowed to see something, um, our son was probably a year or two, probably in a, his first year. Um, and he was sick on the bed. I was laying with him and I was doing Reiki on his tummy because it's really good at helping tummy aches. Nice. And he was just sobbing. And my ex had to go to work. So he was coming in the room while this 
was going on to like get ready. So he'd come in and grab something and walk out. So I'm laying there with my son and for years when I prayed, I would have like, it looked like the Aurora Borealis would start in my eye, like with my eyes closed. And it would be like this light that was so green that it was yellow, that it was white. And it's hard to describe the lights that I see. And then after a while, the violet would come in and dance with it. And so I had asked forever, like, what this thing was. And ultimately, sure. I feel like spirit answered me that it was the alpha and the omega. But oh, really? anyway, so this would just yeah. happen in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Well, this day, it happened to manifest in the entire room. The entire ceiling was wow. taken up with it. And my ex came in like twice. And right before he would walk in, I wouldn't even know he was about to walk in. It would just... Sh- suck away wow and I was like what so sucks away he goes back out it comes back and then I was just in awe absolute awe of it watching it dance around and it was so thick and um even my baby could see it yeah at one point it started coming down um in like a funnel and so I reached my hand up to touch it and it touched my fingers and then this light that was almost like an x-ray it started coming down my arm just like and I could see into my arm and then I took that hand and put it on my son's belly and he was still sobbing um and it did kind of like a dry ice poof of light if that makes sense yeah yeah and the second I touched him he immediately fell asleep oh wow it was insane. No, I, 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 I've, uh, I, you know, when I prayed before, I have like, obviously nothing of that, but a little color. And, really? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I've always well, wondered: is it just, you know, the, you know, thing of the eyes? Because you know, I happen, you know, I happen to pray a little intensely, right. and uh, so I just—is it my eyes or anything? But uh, I've come to believe that no, it's it's something else. I I haven't mm-hmm. even rationally gone in and tried to explain it because why? You know, it is it is to me it is it is what it is. So, uh, lady, you are not alone. You know? Right. Right. And it it's happened a few other times, but um, that has been the most significant. And the fact that it would leave when he came in, like some people just can't handle it. I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. Could, uh, I don't I don't want to make cast aspersions here, but do you think maybe it was kind of like a negative energy? Him? Well, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So- he, he was he's. Yeah, I think that you have to be, um, so what's the word I'm looking for? You want to be receptive to it, first of all, Uh, but. Or you have to be honorable enough. Yes. For that to happen, to manifest through you. Um, I don't think they're going to just give it to anybody. And that was my path, not his. Right. Okay, I gotcha. Gotcha. Interesting. In the research that I've been doing on this subject. What's amazing is that you fit all the criteria for someone who's available and allowed to see fairies. Mm. There are certain characteristics to people that invite and present in order in the fairy kingdom to be eligible to be part of that. Wow. So here's the really cool thing. I'm just going to interject super fast, a little nugget. Fairies heal children. 
Oh my gosh. So what you saw, I would bet dollars to donuts, was actually a fairy helping you out. Wow. And they emit a ton of light, a ton. And so they'll work with you if they deem you worthy. So clearly, you're the fairy whisperer from now until eternity. Okay. (laughs) You have that. That's you, sugar. You were that because they have manifested in front of you. They're helping you heal somebody. This, I mean, they'll heal adults too, but they are very smitten with children. They are actually protective of children. And so for them to come and work through you and connect with you in that way is enormous enormous I, I absolutely bet. honored yeah so i will i want you to tell us more about these other stories but yeah. i have so much to share with you about <laughs> yeah, where yeah, that yeah. came from so please go hey, i uh, want to hear more hey, just quick uh, quick aside uh the next time i'm going into the wood shanna i'm taking you with me right you yeah should. yeah we're mm-hmm. calling you up girl that's right the fairy was <laughs> yes you're going with us. Bye bye. I'll just stand. Bye-bye. I'll just stand behind you doing your theme song. Anyway. Yeah. Bye. Right. <laughs> so, Shanna, uh, what other phenomena? Because it sounds to me that uh, you were very much. Uh, I don't know if Holly uh, kind of get where I'm going with this vibe. Almost a conduit. Yes. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yes, yes. Antenna. I. I don't know. Well, yeah. and, and to put it to put it in a very simple explanation for our listeners, you know how when you're thinking about buying a car, whatever that car is, doesn't matter what the brand is, doesn't matter what the make is. If you think, yeah, I might like a Ford truck, and the next thing you know, you see them everywhere. Mm, yeah. Okay, so our brains and our hearts create electricity, which creates signals. And as the brain goes, so goes the body and the mind. So by thinking on those levels and considering those things, you become an open vessel to their energy. Yeah. So you become available and and it's reciprocal. So it's they can think about you and you think about them, just like how many times in your life you think about somebody and they call you or you call someone and they say, I was just thinking about you. It's just energy. It's nothing freaky. And like Jason and I've been trying to share with people, we speak woo woo. These are the things that people have throughout their lives. They're not scary. They're not freaky. They're just like, Oh, wow. Coincidence, whatever. But in your case, clearly it's not coincidence. It's definitely something that's meant to happen. And I love the way you express that, Shanna, that you said it was part of your journey because clearly, yes, it is. And it isn't for everybody. It's not something everyone will see, but it delights me to no end that you get to see. I think that's fantastic because every part of us, every little girl and every little boy listening is giggling with delight that that's a possibility right i feel like that's part of my path too is letting other people know this can happen and life can be magical absolutely yes Um, yes you you talked a little earlier uh and i found it really interesting so i'm i'm going to uh expound with you a little bit uh you mentioned you you had some work in, in shamanism that is always something that is 
really resonated with me. Uh, talk to us a little bit about that. Please. Yeah, so when I was a little girl, I mentioned I grew up very fundamentally. Um, and I always thought, I want to know what the oldest religion is, because mm. I just felt like it was closest to God. And then um, after I had done quite a bit of Reiki training, um, I finally was able to get enough together to start going to the school. And it was um, core shamanism. So what every indigenous culture held in common across the world, whether they spoke to each other or not, they had uh, similar traditions, prayers, ceremonies. So I studied that. Um, and then, um, and, you know, under the um, in the, within the scope of healing, basically. Um, and I went for about two years and we would do some really amazing stuff. Like, um, we would be in like a Canyon and there would be someone beating a drum, like, I don't know, 500,000 feet away and you were blindfolded and you had to find them. And, um, yeah, so many insane things that um you know just it blows your mind how much the spirit world is is there for you and um assisting you and they did everything in their power to to teach us that um you know it was drug free too like you were sober and this stuff would happen um but man spirit just showed up so strongly um teaching you that they're absolutely here helping you um you get your guides like everyone had certain guides um you meet them and learn who they are through the journeys mm -hmm. and then you start practicing Excellent. that's awesome you know um i i want to say here that uh i've only seen my spirit guide once and he was a platypus nice because <laughs> no, oh, my life totem really is a beaver when i journey i love that i would cool. not have chosen that but they're so cool because they dam the river and it creates this whole community because yes, then the deer come to drink and the fish come to spawn. And it's this whole world that didn't exist before the beaver. And so I'm honored that that's my life totem, but that's how I could prove. Cause I would have picked, you know, like a jaguar or lion. <laughs> but honestly, but what's yeah. cool about beavers too, is that they're very family focused. They're creative. They're creatives. They're engineers. They are designers. They're contractors. These are really sharp critters. They are not goofy. They are, you know, for whatever people think of their design and shape, they have amazing skill. They have amazing digging. And I mean, they don't have giant opposable thumbs to lift and move things, but their mouth and their tail, I mean, they have incredible skills for what they accomplish. It's, it's mind boggling. So no, that's a you have a very good animal. That's amazing. Yeah, that's I love cool. that. Absolutely. Yeah. No, seriously though, I would love to find my spirit guide or my spirit animal. I I was joking about the platypus, although that would be really cool, you know. But uh, I'm sure. I, I, is there a process to do that? I mean, yeah. Can... So there's lower world, middle world where we are, and then upper world. And when you're doing that, when you go, you lay down close your eyes and it helps if you have you know the beating drum um to get your brain into those waves which and then you can kind of just train your brain to just instantly go there after you've done it for a while um but then you find like a tree root or a well or a waterfall or something that goes down into the earth okay. and 
your imagination is your sixth sense okay okay so you find that way to get into the earth you go down and you can shrink smaller and smaller and smaller until you pop out I usually pop out into like a jungle which there aren't beavers in the jungle but there right. are something that's and, good um, yeah and then you 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 can have a, a gift with you like maybe pick some berries or make something um and you just walk around and you try to find your um life totem animal this is how you find quite a few of your guides are down there too um and then when you find them you sit and visit with them and you can give them the gift and thank them for coming and then um as you do spiritual work um depending on which guide it is that you got down there you can merge with them um before you go into your healing sessions um draw their energy in even stronger okay so if i let's say i wanted to like find a uh empty you know dark room or whatever and then uh play some of those uh shamanic drums right um, is, is it possible for me yeah. to do that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyone can, and we should. Everyone should connect. And it's a world that is more real than this world to me, actually. Awesome. I don't know if I'd spit out in a jungle, though. I'd probably split, sp- I'd probably spit out somewhere, like in some alley somewhere, you know? Like, that hey. sounds like you. Yeah. Oh, geez, Janet. You know, your beard, your beard was your spirit guide. You just got oh. rid of it. Oh, hey, there we oh, go. Oh man. Are you telling me I'm spiritless now? <laughs> oh no. My beard was my spirit guide. That, Did you save it? Awesome. <laughs> uh no, although I, I remember when I buzzed it off, I looked down, I'm like, man, that would make a fine toupee. <laughs> you know. God. But so- uh, Shannon, I want to I want to ask you a question. Yeah, I want to know if you can tell us when do you remember growing up? Did you feel different? Did you notice things differently? Did you ever feel weird? Oh, I always felt weird, and I never felt like my family, but okay. Um, like they would notice things when we would go, like we went to my great grandmother's funeral or something. Okay. Um, I wasn't really close to her. I do remember the day, but um, I saw her in the casket and I looked up at my mom and I said, um, you know, she's not dead. That's just her body at six. And they, they noticed stuff. I started speaking in tongues at six. I started really working with the Holy Spirit and like laying on of hands. I was very into all of that stuff. Right. Um, and um, even after I walked away from, you know, the parts of the religion that I didn't agree with. Right. Um, it was really funny because I had worked with the Holy Spirit so much growing up. Um, and there was a lot of faith healing in my childhood that was happening as well nice. um, that I wor- was able to bear witness to. Um, so that probably helped me being as weird as I am today. But by the time I went to take my my master level of Reiki, um, there was a, a shift in what they were teaching. They decided really? that um, the Holy Spirit came in and said, I want a part of this. Okay. And in that community, things like that don't really mix. And okay. they had already had their Maui trip 
planned and okay. people coming and it was right before every, the retreat. Okay. Um, so the person in charge of it sat everyone down and said, Hey, this is what's happening. And the Holy spirit wants in on it. And people were really upset and they were sitting by the ocean in some wow. like plastic lawn chairs and um, they were really upset. And so the guy in charge of the meeting decided to walk away for a minute, let everybody calm down. He got up, walked up to the house and one of the ladies said, well, if this is really true, then I'm going to need a sign. And this little tornado came in from off the ocean, hit just his hit chair and sent it flying up into the air. Wow. And so they all said, okay, and we'll do it. Um, so that happened right before I went in to take my master level of Reiki. And when I was attuned, it was just that same energy from when I was a child. I was like, this is absolutely the, the Holy Spirit and um, same energy I've worked with since I was younger. And I just can't get away from it, I guess. <laughs> no, that's so I, I actually attended a Pentecostal church. Me too. Years. And being as sensitive and being a psychic as I am, I felt and saw and heard so much spiritual energy. I don't want to just say one thing and just call it the Holy Spirit because I think it's beyond that. Yeah. I feel like that energy and the only way I can quantify it is from Star Wars. It's it's the energy of everything. It's everywhere and it's nowhere. It's all the time. And so in my experience, the spirit world is vast and far beyond size-wise, bigger than the physical world we actually live in. It's enormous. It's incredible. It's full of life and it's full of constant existence. It is full of, it has death in it. It has new beginnings in it. It has moving forward and in through a life. And then what happens after and moving on to the next journey. There's all this amazing energy. And I believe that irregardless of faith, we can all connect to it. It is not limited to one faith. It is not in a box. It does not just fit in one book. It's the soul of the earth. And it's it's whatever we came from, it's part of who we are. And I do genuinely believe that people are drawn to religion and philosophy and spiritualism because it's part of who we are. Yeah. I totally agree. Now, my experience is a little different. Okay. Okay. Uh, I was I, I was Catholic. Uh, okay. And at one point, I was actually studying to be a priest. Right. And wow. Uh, yeah. Right. Right. Jason's story number one. A Jason uh, Nugget number one. Here we go. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I after the army and stuff, I was uh, at that time. I was kind of messed up, and I, you know, I found. I found religion, you know. There we and, go. And so, uh, next thing you know, next thing you know, I'm in, you know, in seminary to become a priest. And uh, Catholicism, they kind of try to sweep any sort of mysticism or anything under the rug. Yes, they do. But yes. if you if you look hard enough, like I was privy to a lot of different like books and stuff that. Uh, isn't in your normal library and uh, uh, it is again it is rife with uh, experience like that Um, yes it is 
uh, I can even tell you of a dream uh, a little bit later. It, it was the most lucid thing I'd ever seen. Almost more than just life, you know, uh, reality. Yeah. But we'll, we'll 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 tease that and maybe throw that yes. out a little different. That that oh. deserves that deserves kind of its own platform because that yeah, is an maybe. incredible story. I I actually got to hear the story, and it, our episode one was one of my stories. But yeah. after hearing Jason's story, it's definitely going to be a chair gripper number two because it's intense and it's awesome. Oh yeah. Yes, for sure. So yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say, so we've we've come on this little journey with you, Sean, and we've we know that you felt stuff as a kid and you moved forward and forward. How old were you mm. when you finally got to the point that you said the woo-woo stuff is more me than anything else? What when did that click in your brain? How old were you and what were you doing? Well, um, because of how I am, I'm sure it has other, there are other things to do with it, but because of how I am, you know, I've even lost my family. Um, I am, everything I do is the devil. Um, so it's been over 10 years since I was disowned. I'm sorry. Um, so I think having to own yourself to the point of like, I can't fake it for anyone else. I would, I would say it's been over a decade, but I definitely tried to like, blend in for a very long time sure um and then it just it got to a point where um I used to work at the medical examiner's office so um the morgue and like I would be there I'd open a file that was 25 years old and had nothing in it but paper and I would smell fire and then I would look at the cause of death and it was from a house fire and so it was like I couldn't go anywhere and have this stuff not happening right and it just um yeah finally started making that shift about 10 years ago where I opened my practice and still worked my normal job. And then in 2016, I cut everything and I said, okay, spirit, if you really, if you really want me to do this, I will, we'll, we'll do this together. That's so. Awesome. Excellent. So, so I love that you brought it through that way because there's several people, including myself, that I can get to a moment where I remember talking out loud to God and saying, if you're real, and if you really want me to listen to you and talk to you, I need a reason. I need to know why you want to talk to me at all. And what am I supposed to do with this? Are you even real? And so the connection on the spiritual side for me was very skeptical. I actually was an atheist briefly as a child. I was raised in Catholicism and Presbyterian religion, if you can believe that's a wild mix. Um, And then my mom taught me things about numerology and astrology and told me there were some psychics in my family. And I thought, what? You know, and things that happened when I was a kid that were undeniable. And my mom was so cool about it. So she was able to juggle the society norm and still talk woo-woo with me at home in our privacy of our home. And so I was incredibly blessed to have that, but that's not the norm. And that's part of the reason why we're doing this podcast on is because we want people to have a safe place to talk about what did you see? What did you hear? What did you feel to make people get it that it's incredibly common and normal 
And yeah. people do experience it differently. It's very personal. Right. But it's nothing to be afraid of. And it's something to embrace and relax and let yourself be who you're imprinted to be, who you your genuine self, whatever that is, whatever that looks like for you. We want people to feel welcome here to do that. Right. And it's so that vast, is. right? It's yes. so vast. It's enormous. There yeah. are no limits. It's amazing. Right. Yeah, and so, I have oh go ahead. Yes. So thank you. I love that you're sharing that. So thank please, you for having me. Oh, keep oh, keep yeah. telling us more. We're not done with you yet. You <laughs> oh, no. oh no. We're oh. just warming up, sugar. We are just warming up. <laughs> like a like an infomercial. But wait, there's right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Oh. So um as we were talking, it is so vast and people have so much different experiences. Okay. Uh, what would you say to somebody who maybe has experienced something, but they can't really put, you know, put their thumb on it or they're feeling insecure or, you know, what, what's happening to me? Uh, what advice, Shannon, would you give somebody uh, that is experiencing that? Um, well, if, if they don't know what's happening, I would say, um, ask, we forget that this is something that's communicating with us, I think sometimes. Um, but a lot of my treasure hunts in life of getting the answers of what are you, what was that about? I mean, some of them take years and it's this delicious unfolding of the mystery and, um, you're on a journey. So it, if you, if you choose to accept that, then they're, they're going to keep interacting with you. And, um, it's, it's very satisfying in a way that this world can't really offer. Correct. Um, and if it blows your mind, like how amazing is it that something could, you know? Right. Right. Um, exactly. In this day and age, it's uh, uh, we're so disconnected that I, I feel like if it's not 3D right there in front of your face, it's not really appreciated. Um, right. But this is a really personal thing. So yes. it's. It's up to you to engage. And if you want to um, talk to it, ask it questions, it will answer you. Yeah. Um, was the, go ahead, Jason. Oh, no, I was going to say, you, you talked about uh, the Holy Spirit, okay? And uh, did, have you ever had any um, experience you know, at the other side? Uh, because it, 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 if there is good and and there's got to be the polar opposite. Um, have you ever had experiences like that? Yeah. Um, so in the, the teachings that I have been taught, um, we don't really mess with it just because um, if you come to anything with unconditional love um, and acceptance, it'll, it'll kill it. And everything wants to go home and everything wants love. Yes. Um, so you come at it from those angles and I've never had a problem with clearing energy, um, like that. But one time I was doing Reiki on, um, someone who had quite a sordid past and was, uh, addicted to methamphetamine oh and, um, he still allowed me to do my thing, which was funny because he was not like that, but he was still open to it. Um, and as I was just kind of peeping in, looking in, I saw him in a hospital bed 
um, like on a gurney and he was unconscious and there were four goat women, uh, nurses Mm -hmm. standing at each corner of his bed. And it was like, when they saw me, they were like, what are you doing here? (laughs) How'd she get in here? And I was like, I don't know. And I'm going to leave because he wanted to be sedated. Like I could not have cleared that energy if I wanted to, because he was where he wanted to be. And he has the final say in that. Um, And so I just tiptoed back out. And then I started looking up like goat people. And from what I saw back then, I don't know, maybe there's something um, that could enlighten me further, but there are no goat women, the mythological, um, what are they called? Oh, I can't remember what they're called. But it's just a goat man is all that really exists. So let, let me take a quick second and speak to that just for okay. a minute. So part of the reason why in any, and, and I'm saying this for the listener's benefit as well, just as a basis, regardless of religion or faith, you yourself in your home, in your body, have spiritual authority over you and the things around you, period, end of sentence you are the boss what you command and what you say is what is and so that was an incredibly wise choice for you shanna did not engage number one because without the cooperation of this other person it's pointless right they have permission to be there and so in doing anything like that i would number two tell someone do not normally do not ever speak to something that is of that energy, unless you're prepared to deal with that. Because there's always good and bad. And dark does not always mean evil. It's something that's there for a purpose. That was part of that man's experience in his life, that he was willingly participating in, ergo in an altered state. (laughs) But that permission had to be granted for them to even be there. And as far as goat women, think in terms of the stars in the sky. There are things of all sizes, shapes, and colors that we are not in tune with, that we don't want to be in tune with, that we don't need to be in tune with, but yet they're very real. And so, again, if you look at the philosophy of all the corners of the earth, you will see a repeated message. What you think, what you feel, what you imagine, what you say, what you believe is what is. Interesting. Okay. So when you're dealing with energy, always protect yourself. Always, always, always. Before and after, always. And so in helping someone, the fact that he wanted healing at all, that gives me hope for him. I was at a Christian concert in Ashland, Oregon, many years ago, and I was going to what was, I guess you would call a four square church, which is a fairly vibrant um, type of Christianity. Yeah, yeah. And so, thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Good job. So, in this charismatic church, the pastor's wife taught yoga and was very physically active and sweet and darling and all this wonderful worship was going on and people were joyful and happy and it was pleasant. And this one gentleman looked like he was angry 
and frustrated and he got up and he rustled and grumbled his way away from this beautiful auditorium and this grassy field and I said oh my god should we see if he's okay should we talk to him she said no leave him be and I said aren't you worried about him and she said oh no I'm more excited about his reaction than the people sitting here and I said why and she said because he's affected that means something's going on for him and I would rather that someone is affected than does just sit there mindlessly and do something. Yes. And that knocked me over. You could have, you could have, and I would have tipped over because <laughs> to hear that from a pastor's wife was not the normal. That was not a traditional way of approaching someone's reaction like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh. And yeah. I mean, but I, that really stuck with me because I thought, yeah. Because when he's ready to do whatever he wants to do, he was there for some reason, mm -hmm. but he left for a reason too. And they're both equally important. Right. Maybe that wasn't the place for him and that's fine. But the fact that part of his soul energy was trying to connect with some kind of faith and some kind of religion was filling a gap for him. Yeah, so if that cool. wasn't the place for him, somewhere else would be. Okay. So I thought that was yeah. beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now I I'm gonna switch gears here a little bit because I, I've got another question. I and I want uh, Shannon. I want your take on it. Is uh, I also believe in the power of dreams that sometimes uh, spirits or whatever can come to you maybe through a dream because it won't spook you out so much, right? Because it means yeah. you're sitting around a cafe table with your cafe lait, and next thing you know, whammo. Uh, I imagine it'd be very traumatic. Uh, so I, I am a big, a uh, big, uh, believer of dreams. Uh, Shanna, can you, uh, talk to us a little bit about, cause you know, you talk about spirit forms and energy and stuff. What, what about in dreams? Specifically spirits and dreams. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I was talking about this with a friend of mine the other day, how like so much comes through in the real world for me yeah. um I do have dreams and some weird stuff has happened but I've never had like my dead brother come to me in a dream and we just sat down and had a you know real talk yeah. it, maybe he's in my dream but it's not like I'm lucid yeah. um and and then he does but then my friend that I was talking to he was like well my brother died you know I had this dream where he was talking with me oh wow and yeah. um you know we knew he had passed and whatever sure. I was like man I want that and he's like well I want my brother to come through in like the real world for me right yeah. so um I feel like I feel like my real life is like a dream a lot <laughs> Interesting. but it absolutely does happen and I, I you know I have I have things come through in dreams but it hasn't been specifically spirits okay because, yeah, I've, I've had uh, a number of very, very lucid dreams, and it all seems to be about some sort of message or some uh, sort of insight uh, that, you know, maybe I just didn't learn in the outside world and this was uh, like a kick to the pants, to, you know, or yeah. whatever. Uh, because I, that's that's really what I wanted to ask you about uh, as far as like spirits and dreams and so forth. Uh, uh, if that is normal. Normal? Yeah. Or what's considered normal. 
I, I, most of the people I've worked with have had many dreams that significantly impacted their lives. And when they retell the story, the tears in their eyes, you know, it was like I was saying, it's more real than this world. Um, so you can tell that they, they were affected and they will be for the rest of their life and they'll remember it for the rest of their life. And it brings me joy that that is a mode of communication our loved ones can use to get a hold of us or spirits can use to kick you in the pants. Right. It sits, it sits a little deeper with you. Yes. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, well, how do you feel now? This is, I'm, I'm flying way out in left field here. Okay. So, I'll catch it. Keep so, going, Jason. You're doing so good. Bear with me. A lot of religions and a lot of different schools of thought uh believe in what we would consider reincarnation okay uh and this uh, let me throw it out to the gallery right uh uh what do you think about that because even when i was studying and stuff uh what will blow you away is the very early church believed in reincarnation that's okay correct. this is the, this is pre you know nicaea and all that stuff this is correct. way almost at the beginning uh how how do you both feel about that what's what's your take on that on um, on the differences of it or do or I if it's real it if it's real or uh just how you view that well, the best theory that I heard recently was that we all have to live every life out because you can only drive one car at a time. And mm. so we're all experiencing each life, which I don't want to do a bunch of them. So I'm hoping that's not true. But, um, you know, there's so much research out there now and, um, you know, just seeing things that could not possibly exist if this person was not reincarnated, you know, um, right. like there, there's that one story about that little boy. Well, there are quite a few, but there's one in particular that's just crazy about that little boy that he knew everything from this pilot's name. To, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, like, how can right. you deny when you see that it's incredible and he even went back to the spot where it happened and just had this cathartic release uh, yeah. just sobbing you know yeah that was world war ii right i if believe I so yeah. was james james was the name of the yes. little boy in the pilot yes. yeah that's incredible so, so for me to answer that question uh -huh. um, in my christian upbringing i was very reluctant and resistant to even consider that thought sure but my rational mind tried to fathom where did all these souls go? I already knew that there was life after death because I'd seen it over and over and over again. I spoke to ghosts my whole life. I still do. And so there was no doubt in my mind that there was an energy. And science has shown that when people pass, there's a 12 to 18 ounce weight change that's yeah. documented. So there's something, there's something, there's some energy, there's some weight to it, and it's an existence. So with all these thousands of years of people, where would they all fit? Where would they all go? Where do these energies go? It doesn't seem so far-fetched to imagine that they would be recycled. Why not? Because yeah. yeah. initially the thinking is, no, we only have one life. Well, my response to that is, you're right. You have one life as you are right now, and you only get to do you 
now. That's it. Mm-hmm. You don't do you again. You do something else. Okay. Interesting. Right? Yeah, because I, you know, one of the things I always had a hard time with is the concept of like you only got one shot, and if if you don't learn the first time around, you're just going to hell. Right. right. And I just I had such a hard time with that. That I mean, if you believe in God and you believe in higher power, what what if God doesn't want you just to you know die in hell, right? I I I don't I don't. I don't see that personally. Me so I, 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 I honestly, no God, I want to serve. Right, right. So I believe that uh, you have the option to come back and learn something because there, you're right. There is too many stories of people that have uh, just vague right recollections, or even in the little boy's case, strong, strong recollections that you can't just you can't just deny out of hand uh so i mean it, it's good to know that you two uh, uh believe in some sort of something after absolutely you know? uh so that that's just my moment to talk to you about that uh, <laughs> so, so my next yeah. question for you shanna to get us back around circle to the fairy business I would you, like because I, I went way out in left field. So. That's all right. We can do <laughs> that. We rabbits. I was right. in the year of the rabbit, so I don't mind rabbit trails anywhere y'all want to go. I'm there for the ride, so let's enjoy it. Uh, so, you uh, you uh, uh, met James Mitchell, right? Yes, yes. James, yes yeah, he was uh, our producer back when we did the show, right? Okay. And he would always, I would always go out in left field, right? Because you know, oh. I, I, I do have a little ADD in me where I'm like talking to you about this stuff. Like, hey, look, a squirrel, you know. And right. he would always have to. Uh, his quote was, "Reel it in," you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so Holly, please reel it in. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> so, Shanna, now that we've talked a little bit about fairies and your initial fairy experience, and then connecting with thoughts the possibility of a fairy actually assisting you with your Reiki maybe to help you with your son. Can you now think, can you imagine or, or remember um, other situations in your life where you can consider the possibility that they may have intervened in other situations with you? Can you think of a time that maybe sounds similar or something happened and you kind of went, Hmm. I'm trying to think. I have I have many different guides that show up during my healing sessions. Okay. Um, I am I am open to um them having been around a lot more and okay. me just not having believed it. But I'll have to think about that one when I'm not under pressure. That's okay. That's okay. I don't want to pressure you. Tell me, <laughs> tell me about a couple of your guides. What are they like for you? What do you sense? What do you feel? What what do you how do you learn about them and what is it like for you? So when I was a little girl, um, my father was a miner, like he would buy the mineral rights to BLM land and um, probably to this day has many, many claims, but um, we would be out in the middle of nowhere. And when I was about maybe three or four, I had wandered off into, we were out in the woods. I wandered off and I was in this like bedrock cave and there were salamanders and I don't know it's just one of those moments that stuck with me and I don't know where my parents were like I don't remember them coming to get me or anything but anyways um 
as I got older and started working with all this stuff, um, I realized the reason Bigfoot kept coming up so much, like they were, they would torment me as would ghosts until you learn your gifts, or at least (laughs) in my experience, until I learned my gifts, they tormented me. Um, and Bigfoot (laughs) were very, very scary. Um, and like chilled you to your bone and you were alone and vulnerable when you would have experiences. Um, so as I started doing my healing, this mom of Bigfoot showed up in this bedrock cave and she helps me, um, a lot when my son is sick, she really likes my son, but she'll come for quite a few things. She'll just be there. And she's got this big, like cauldron and she'll have water in it with different flower essences or whatever medication she's got going on. And a lot of times she'll dip a rag in there and put it on whoever I'm working on um, and assist me. A lot of times uh, a bunch of them will come around and they'll do their own thing. And I'll just kind of watch and just be that channel and, and, you know, see what they're doing, what they're up to. But Definitely that mama Bigfoot is one of my favorites. And nice. and I've never had another interaction with Bigfoot since she's come into my perspective. Nice. So I'm very curious if I'm like accepted by the Bigfoot, if they'll stop staring the shit out of me. <laughs> no wonder in the or the ghost conference, no wonder I scared the crap out of you. <laughs> it's true. Big hairy monster dude. So For people that are listening, I want to help bring this in to make it more tangible. Now, I know what it's like for me when I am hanging out with my guides. I know what I experience and what I'm familiar with. When you are dealing with a guide, walk me in that room and tell me what it is you see and how are you seeing it? Are your eyes open? Are they closed? Are you kind of half asleep, kind of half awake? And what is it that you actually see? What do you see and what do you hear? Well, I'm practiced now to the point where I can trance out pretty quickly. Okay. Um, so I don't have to trance out, but that is where I I see more stuff. You connect. Um, okay. okay. So and whether I see it or not, stuff is still working. It's still happening. Gotcha. My intention sure. is my superpower. Right. But um I'll usually start by, you know, calling in my protection and doing my normal spiel. And then I just let my mind go where it, you know, like I said, your imagination is your sixth sense. It's, um, it's playing out for a reason, the things it's playing out and pretty soon it starts taking you on a ride. Okay. Um, So when I, when I'm doing this for the most part, my eyes would be closed and I'm okay. getting visions. Okay. Um, but sometimes stuff does manifest in the actual room. Okay. Cause I, I would say for me, the way I try to describe it, the way, the best way I can describe what I'm experiencing is it's kind of like a mini movie. It's like little, little yeah. mini visions that I see. Cause it's not just visual with your eyes open seeing you know like a poltergeist what people see in the movies it's not like that it's it's more ethereal it's more gentle and soft and it's done in a very loving way and not a scary way and so I know that part of part of what I'm hoping people get out of what we're sharing tonight with you is that it's not something that's got to knock you over the head it's something that you participate in and it's safe. It's not scary. 
it's this warm, loving thing that you feel. And love is not something that you can hold in your hands. It's a sensation. And that's what this connection is all about. So when she talks about tuning into yeah. this, yeah. it's a feeling, it's a sense, it's an emotion, it's a vibration, it's all these wonderful, wonderful things that help connect us to the better part of us. Yeah. Yeah, that is so interesting you talk about that. I uh, am a big practitioner of meditation, okay? I'll, you know, you know, especially when I read certain things and stuff, I'll reflect on it. Nice. And so I'll, you know, go into the proverbial dark room that I that I do call the Hobbit hole. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I, nice. I go into, and uh, uh, there has been some pretty wild, and we'll talk about this some other time. Okay. But, uh, okay. There has been some real uh, funky uh sort of experiences um and no i'm not on anything i'm just right, high on right, life right you know? right uh but it's some really i mean is that sort of kind of not the same thing but i mean when you get yourself into that state is that the opening what do you think yeah what oh, do you yeah. mean is that the open? well you you know you get yourself in tune and you you're in that deep thought in your brain that that goes deeper than REM sleep all right you're, you're oh, yeah. deep 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 in there uh and I, you know i've experienced certain things you know yeah uh, right right before you go to sleep and right after you wake up those are really similar to what i can drop my brain into when i'm doing a healing session yeah. pretty quickly that's that's the sweet spot Yes, it's called it's called a delta state of mind. And it's where you are able to, if somebody dropped a dish and it cracked, you'd still hear it. Mm. Brain would register it, but you're accessing another part of your mind that allows imagination to go. So that's why I love that you're connecting imagination as part of your sixth sense, because that totally clicks. That makes sense to me. Mm. Um so I'm glad you said that because I've never heard anybody say it that way before. Um, right. That's what I love about the paranormal is because it is super personal and it's fun for me because I love to watch people. People to me are amazing. Mm -hmm. And so getting to see the way you filter what you see and hear and feel and then what Jason does. And it's like everyone's experience is so cool because... Mm -hmm we have this delight that we are experiencing and the curiosity and a little fear sometimes, but it's vibrant. It is deeper and bigger than the world we live in. And thank heavens it is because the world we live in has become for me. I, I look at it like a shoebox, and everything else is outside of it. And I like the everything else. Of course I, I got to pay my bills and I have to work and, and, take my dogs for a walk and, and do all the, the mundane things, but there's more to life and people need to remember we live in this incredible place. It's alive and we're alive and it's super wonderful when we can connect all this cool stuff and talk about the fairies and the UFOs and the whatevers and, and bring ourselves together again. Cause if we were watching a TV program, we would be missing all of this. 
So I am delighted that people yeah. are listening to this and other things like this because that's that connection again. That's where we're we're meeting up, like like mushrooms in the tree system. Have you ever seen the mushroom documentary on Netflix? Oh, please watch it. Just okay. go over the documentaries and watch it. It actually just explains something like, and I'm terrible with this, so forgive me. The movie with the blue people. Avatar. Thank you. So in Avatar, there's this wonderful representation of the mother tree that's glowing light and love and la la la. And it says right in the first movie that it's an end network that's connected to the entire planet. Right. And that when one thing happens here, every other part of the planet is connected and knows the same thing. Right. And all the history and all of the previous existence are all connected. Hmm. And so that's what this this documentary on Netflix is about. Okay. Interesting. It's about how mushrooms and trees and the forest actually do talk to each other, just like what's in that movie. Right. Uh, not many people know that the the biggest living organism on this planet are are the redwoods in Northern California because the, the, all the roots, most of them, are joined together in this vast, huge, yeah. huge network. And yeah. so uh, when you talk about that, yeah, I'm like uh, that makes total sense to me. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> so Shannon, have you seen the movie Epic? It's yes. a cartoon movie. Okay. So when you were describing the fairies, that's the first thing I thought of is the way mm. that the dad who's hunting for them is trying to connect with them and they're moving super fast and yeah. they're on a whole other energy level. So I love your description. That was absolutely spectacular. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad you came tonight to share with us because, wow. Yeah, I, mean, I am. I am too. Uh, I, I Listen, I could talk to her for hours, man. I, I know. I, I love your take on it, and I, I love the way you present it. It's uh, it's really fantastic. And, and like Holly, I, I thank you for coming on. I mean, yes. this, is, this has been a hoot. Thank yes. you so much. I, I love this, too, because I don't get to talk about it that often. Well, that's oh, super. Cool. Well, that's oh. You'll have to come back and tell us more stories. Okay, for sure. We want All to right. hear more. And we will have some more information after because I know you have stuff you have to do, but we'll have some more content about fairies that you can check out later also. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, before we go, folks, I just want a quick reminder that you can go to our Patreon page, www.patreon.com slash Midnight Alchemy and become a subscriber. Like I said before, well, you, you didn't hear it because it was just a poor <laughs> thing, but uh, you get a lot of cool crap. Yes. So, so get on there and uh, do it to it and help us uh, keep going and growing. So yes, yes. I just wanted to drop that in before we all say bye bye. Yes. So uh, uh, any 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 famous last words, Holly? Oh well, stay tuned. We have lots of cool stuff coming. People, hang on to your butts. Keep your blankies close by and your hot cocoa or whatever you love to drink because winter is still here and we have lots more to listen to. And even when the sun comes out, we will keep you delighted. Excellent. Yes. And uh, when you are holding your butts, please, both cheeks. <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, let's let's uh, let's 
wrap it up real quick. Shanna, thank you so much for coming on. Yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. You thank you. Love you. I love you, you too. <laughs> All right, folks, for Holly and me and shanna banana this is midnight alchemy and we'll catch you all next time au revoir